98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, Carrie Lam says it's a relief that a murder suspect whose case sparked the extradition saga has decided to face justice. Chief Executive says she may shake up her cabinet, but only when order is restored. And overseas, Britain prepares for yet another crunch vote on Brexit. A Hong Kong murder suspect has written to the chief executive to tell her he intends to surrender to the authorities in Taiwan. The case of Chan Tong Kai, who was accused of killing his pregnant girlfriend, Pun Hu Wing, in Taipei last year, was cited by Carrie Lam to support her now-suspended amendment to the extradition law, which sparked a firestorm of protest. Chan has asked for help from the Hong Kong government and police here have been in contact with Taiwan's Criminal Investigation Bureau. He could be released next week from a prison sentence here for money laundering charges relating to his late girlfriend's property. Speaking on an RTHK programme this morning, Mrs Lam said the government had not sent anyone to persuade Chan to hand himself in, but his decision still provided relief as it would bring an end to the case. The chief executive has hinted that a reshuffle of her cabinet may be forthcoming, but only when tensions have eased. She made the remark as she faced questions from the public on her policy address. Candice Wong listened in. The chief executive was questioned on a range of subjects, including whether the administration should take greater responsibility for the protests that have gripped the SAR for more than four months. Mrs Lam said she and her officials were still focusing on the job, not because they are obsessed with power, but because they want to serve Hong Kong as best they can. But she wouldn't rule out the possibility of reforming her executive council or cabinet after the current impasse ends. As to whether she would heed a call from the head of the Chinese university, Rocky Tuan, and set up an independent committee to look into how police handled the protests, Mrs. Lam again shot down the demand. The university's vice-chancellor revealed yesterday that he had received allegations of police abuse and misconduct from 20 of his students. Mrs. Lam again insisted that the public should wait for a report from Independent Police Complaints Council into the recent clashes. She stressed that she wasn't blindly supporting the actions of each individual officer, but staunchly backed the force as a whole in enforcing the law. One caller criticised a move in her latest policy address to raise the cap on 90% mortgages for first-time buyers from $4 million to $8 million. But Mrs Lam said she didn't think the property market would heat up in the coming months due to the difficulties faced by sectors such as retail and catering. She said Hong Kong's economy had slipped into recession in the third quarter. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare, Lorji Kwong, says any study on the implementation of rent control in the SAR would take at least three or four years and various changes in law would be required. Rent control has been suggested as a way to reduce the burden of housing costs, but Mr Law said such a policy may lead to a fall in the supply of flats and dissuade landlords from spending money on repairs. He said it was therefore necessary to study a potential vacancy tax and mandatory building inspections before pushing forward with such a scheme. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has made a last-minute appeal to MPs to support his Brexit deal in a vital parliamentary vote later today. He said there could be no better outcome. The feeling of wanting to get Brexit done is strong, not just in this country and not just in our parliament, but really across the world now, and, and particularly uh, with our EU friends and partners, uh, that we need to, to get on and uh, build a new partnership. 
The vote is expected to be very close. Events could be complicated by a move to postpone any final approval for the deal until it has passed all its parliamentary stages. This would mean asking the European Union for another delay to Brexit. Correspondents say there's nervousness in Downing Street that Mr Johnson could be forced to break his word and ask the EU for more time. One of the most senior members of President Trump's Republican Party has condemned his decision to withdraw troops from Syria as a grave mistake. Voicing rare criticism of Mr Trump, the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, said it would embolden Washington's enemies, weaken its alliances and leave Americans less safe. From Washington, here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. Mitch McConnell isn't the first member of Mr Trump's Republican Party to criticise how the President handled Turkey's invasion of northern Syria. But he is the most senior... And his comments in an opinion piece written for the Washington Post are biting. He warns that escalating hostilities between Turkey and America's Kurdish allies threaten to create a strategic nightmare for the US, not least by allowing groups like Islamic State to reorganise. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past one. Violent clashes between protesters and riot police have continued into the night in the Spanish city of Barcelona. Earlier on Friday, about half a million people held a peaceful demonstration against the jailing this week of Catalan separatist leaders. But a group of radical separatist protesters have since thrown stones and fireworks at police who responded with tear gas. The acting Interior Minister, Fernando Grande Malasca, warned that they would meet the full force of the law. Those who had wanted today to exercise their right to strike in protest have been able to completely freely. But those who infringe democratic freedoms are facing and will continue to face proportional but forceful action of the law expressed through the forces of state security. To these militant groups, I want to send this message. We will apply the penal code to the violent independence movement with all force. And I remind them for the crimes committed against the authorities, the penal code carries punishment of up to six years in prison. A European spacecraft that will take the closest ever pictures of the Sun has completed its final checks ahead of its launch next year. The Solo Probe, which was first suggested two decades ago, will orbit around Mercury, the closest planet to the Sun. More details from the BBC's Jonathan Amos. It's going to be hot where Solo's heading, perhaps as much as 600 degrees Celsius. The probe's survival plan involves hiding behind a titanium shield and cooling itself for the complex series of mechanisms. Peepholes will periodically open in the shield to allow Solo's telescopes to monitor the sun's surface. The pictures and movies it sends back will be unprecedented in their detail. Features as small as 70 kilometres across will be visible. Assembled in Britain, Solo is about to go to Cape Canaveral in Florida for a launch on an American rocket in February. In sport, about 300 activists supporting pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong have attended a basketball game in New York, the latest incident in a continuing row between Beijing and America's National Basketball Association. The demonstrators sat together at a pre-season match between the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors, wearing black T-shirts saying, I stand with Hong Kong. The row started earlier this month when the general manager of another NBA team tweeted his support for the protests. That led to anger on the mainland, where some sponsors and state-controlled broadcasters have boycotted the league. And with a look ahead to this weekend's football action, here's the BBC's John Bennett. 
The Premier League is back after the international break and there's one place to start. One of the biggest rivalries in world football, Manchester United v Liverpool. They meet at Old Trafford with one team in crisis, one team flying high at the top of the table. United have failed to win any of their last five matches. They're down in 12th place, a massive 15 points behind leaders Liverpool. If that wasn't bad enough for under-pressure manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the injury problems in the squad are still... Still causing him headaches. Paul Pogba is one of the stars still on the sidelines. Elsewhere, champions Manchester City travelled to Crystal Palace, who beat them last season, one of only four defeats they suffered in the title-winning campaign. Tottenham hosts bottom-of-the-table Watford after losing four of their last five games in all competitions. And Everton boss Marco Silva will be under serious threat of being sacked if they don't beat West Ham at home following a run of four straight defeats in the Premier League. Meanwhile, following their 1-0 win over Manchester United, Newcastle United are away to Frank Lampard's informed Chelsea. Those are some of the big games this weekend. This is John Bennett at BBC Global Sports. Hong Kong's cricketers have dropped their opening match in the T20 World Cup qualifier, losing by eight wickets to Ireland in Abu Dhabi. The tournament in the United Arab Emirates determines which teams will qualify for next year's T20 World Cup in Australia. Hong Kong won the toss and elected to bat, scoring 153 in their 20 overs. Kinchit Shah top scored with 79 off 54 balls. However, Ireland reached their target with 16 balls to spare, losing only two wickets in the process. Hong Kong will hope to get their first points of the tournament tomorrow when they take on Oman. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Carrie Lam says it's a relief that a murder suspect whose case sparked the extradition saga has decided to face justice. The chief executive says she may shake up her cabinet, but only when order is restored. And overseas, Britain prepares for yet another crunch vote on Brexit. That's the news from RTHK. An international station for an international city. This is Radio 3. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week we have two musical themes on offer. First, our featured debut album, just released from Montreal-based singer-songwriter-composer Vijay Rangaya. And a selection of hot new hits from a lot of places on the planet. As always, Giovanni says it so well. In Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And we start off with a couple of selections of hot new tracks from different places on the planet with a bilingual duet featuring Maître Jims from the Democratic Republic of Congo, based in, I'm not sure if it's Paris or Algeria just at the moment, and of course Sting, doing the English translation or counterpart for the song. It's called Reste, French for Stay, and it's uh, a single off uh, Maître Jims' uh, third solo album, Ceinture Noire, Black Belt, his stage name, of course, uh, Maître Jims, is uh, a referral to Kung Fu movies. Master Jims. G-I-M-S, as a re also another tilt of the hat to uh, the gym. Maître Jims, born Gandhi Juna in Kinshasa, then Zaire, today the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, his whole family is musical. 
Uh, and he actually, apparently, applied for French nationality, which was refused to him uh, for cause of bigamy, uh, as you do. Maître James, sting, reste, stay. What would you do if I leave? What would I do if you leave? Maître James and sting, French and English. <laughs> Apparaît dans ma vie Comme une étincelle Elle met le feu sous la pluie Elle a fait de moi La victime de mes insomnies Et je me demande Comment j'ai fait pour tenir jusqu'ici Et si jamais je m'en vais Mais tu iras où, où, où Si jamais je m'en vais Ça me rendrait eh, eh, eh. Si jamais tu Sometimes the moon hides in the clouds so high above me Her beauty fell beyond my glances And every morning leaves me wondering if she loves me still I roll the dice and take my chances I roll the dice and take my chances Mais tu iras où, 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 si jamais je m'en vais, ça me rendrait, eh, 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 si jamais tu partais, mais tu iras où, où, où si jamais je m'en vais, ça me rendrait, eh, 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 si jamais tu partais. Just like the rain, she plants a flower in the desert of my heart, kill it with the silver sunlight. As the hours pass, I pray for her returning to me A lonely shadow in the moonlight A lonely shadow in the moonlight Mais tu iras où, où, où Si jamais je m'en vais Ça me rendrait, eh, Si jamais tu partais Mais tu iras où, où, où Si jamais je m'en vais Ça me rendrait J'ai prié de peur qu'elle s'envole et ne s'abîme. Elle a fait de moi la victime de mes insomnies. 